The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sports Talk Radio. We're rolling along uh, here. Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano, is going to step up and in and uh, join us. So we're going over to point spreads. I'll save uh, the rest of them for the uh, the AM uh, radio affiliates when they rejoin us. So what started out, there's 131 college football teams. There's more, but there's 131 um, FBS teams, right? So 131. There are now nine undefeated teams remaining, and the Michigan Wolverines are one of them after absolutely smashing Penn State. Definitely worthy of a couple of stickers on the helmet, and I'm going to do that uh, a little bit uh, later on. Maybe i got to do it live on the show a little bit uh, later on. So uh, definitely worthy. Man, they just 28 first downs, four, what is it, 418 rushing. They just like absolutely murdered them and destroyed the Penn State Nittany line. So the last nine remaining teams right now that are undefeated, the Georgia Bulldogs, the Georgia Bulldogs, the Ohio State Buckeyes, the Tennessee Volunteers who beat Alabama for the first time in 15 years. They got a 40-yard field goal in the last play of the game. Hendon Hooker had 385 passing yards and five touchdowns. Jalen Hyatt caught five touchdowns. You know what's crazy, too? Their best wide receiver wasn't even playing. Cedric Tillman's like a big-time NFL prospect. Goes to show how good Tennessee's recruiting is right now, and it goes to show uh, what a great job Josh Heupel is doing uh, right now. So, you know, Tennessee are now ranked uh, number three. These rankings don't really matter because everyone's going to be playing each other on the way out here. That's why you don't need a playoff. We already have a regular season uh, playoff. Michigan rolled Penn State, dominant performance. Donovan Edwards, 173 yards uh, rushing. Blake Corm, 166 yards rushing. They had two dudes that uh, went off. Clemson are still undefeated. They get Syracuse, who are actually one of the nine teams that are like, as it is right now, the biggest surprise is Syracuse, right? And you got to figure, okay, this isn't going to last, right? Like Syracuse, you've been dodging bullets. You've been playing at home. And like, all right, you're going to Clemson. Syracuse is not beating Clemson. All right, Syracuse are not beating Clemson. So Syracuse are going to bite the dust. The UCLA Bruins are still undefeated. They haven't gone undefeated since 1954. They're still undefeated, uh, UCLA. They've scored at least 32 uh, uh, 32, um, 
32 points in every one of their football games. They get the Ducks up next. They win this game, then it sort of starts to get real for UCLA. And I tell you what, they're getting six and a half points here. I think they can hang around in this game. And then we got TCU. That was a, that was a wild game. They came back from a 24-7 deficit against Oklahoma State. They beat them in double overtime. They're still undefeated uh, right now. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustle, and everybody else in between. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Sirius XM Channel 159. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. The 50,000 watt the juggernaut. The mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in SoCal. Chargers hosting the Broncos in SoCal. Laying four and a half on Monday Night Football. Shout out to everybody in Dallas, uh, Fort Worth, TCU. One of the nine unbeaten teams left standing right now in the collegiate ranks rallying back from a 24-7 deficit to beat the Oklahoma State Cowboys in double overtime. A wild afternoon of college football on Saturday including a crazy scene in Tennessee where the Volunteers knocked off the Alabama Crimson Tide for the first time in 15 years. Nine teams remain undefeated including TCU. Old Miss roll into Baton Rouge this week. Mississippi are still undefeated, but their schedule gets a lot tougher uh, right now. So we're going over uh, point spreads uh, for uh, for week seven of the National Football League so we can sort of get a head start and say, what the hell's going on with that line? What's up with that? So far, I don't really understand why the Jacksonville Jaguars would be three and a half point favorites over uh, the New York Giants. And you know what? We just said this, and it's moved to three. Man, these lines, see, that's why we bring this up. It's fluid. Um, the New York Jets are getting three and a half in Denver. We got to see Denver play on Monday Night Football still, but New York are you know New York are good, and we can say, well, are they gonna you know can they do this again? Can they keep you know? Yeah, I think they can. They've got young players. It's not like fatigue is gonna kick in. And if you're a franchise that nobody believes in, and you're a franchise that's lost forever, right? It's not like you're ever gonna like mail it in. It's not like they're gonna take anything for granted. Uh, the New York Jets. So the Jets are getting three and a half right now. You know, listen, the Giants just were getting three and a half, and now it's three already. The Seahawks are getting seven against the Chargers. Chargers, of course, have to play tomorrow night. So the Kansas City Chiefs lost today to the Buffalo Bills. We haven't really gotten to the Bills win too much. There's so much going on here, but big win for the Bills. Still some, you know, some issues that need to be worked out. And we saw last year the Los Angeles Rams went all in. And as good as the Buffalo Bills are, I was actually against bringing in Christian McCaffrey. And But I was also against, you know, as a Dodger fan, bringing in Soto. I was like, ah, we don't need Soto. And I was wrong. I think, you know what? If the price is right for McCaffrey, I think the Bills should definitely listen. Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano, steps up and in. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? <laughs> 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Affiliates, the mightier 1090 ESPN radio, the 50,000 watt juggernaut. And of course, everybody tuning in in the Lone Star State, Dallas, Texas, in the house, 97.1, the freak. Let's do this thing. Let's bring in Ian Cameron, one of the ice guys, and more. Follow him on Twitter at Babano. Babano, another wild weekend of football. The dogs weren't just uh, barking, but they were biting in Knoxville, Tennessee yesterday. They were barking and biting in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania today as the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The New York Jets go into Lambeau and absolutely destroy the Green Bay Packers. Another wild weekend of football. How you doing, Babano? Yes, it was, Gabe. Everyone uh, listening, bear with me. We got a bit of a sore throat, but we're here and we're ready well, to were talk. Were you yelling at your TV football. all weekend, Babano? It was like the craziest sports weekend in recent memory. I think yesterday was the wildest day since the O.J. Simpson chase NBA Finals uh, day almost. But what's going on, Babano, man? Yeah, you all right? You doing all right? We appreciate your, your trooper for joining us. But what have you been yelling at the TV all weekend? No, it's just a sore throat that started on Thursday. It, just the, during the day, the voice got worse to the point where it sounds like it does now. And it's been this way for a couple of days. It's uh, That's all it is. I feel good. There's no. So you're not in pain. No you just sound bad. Anything. Yeah, you don't feel bad. You just sound bad, you're saying. Exactly. No, I feel great. And then I'm getting <laughs> See, even when I try to show enthusiasm, my yeah, voice yeah. just goes like that. So it is what it is. But, no, it was a great weekend of football, another exciting one. And, look, unpredictability. You know, everyone thinks it's a layup for Tampa Bay and Tom Brady going up against a ravaged Pittsburgh Steelers secondary uh, in the game today. They were without three starting cornerbacks, and that's not even to mention Minka Fitzpatrick, who I think is their absolute best player uh, in the secondary, who also did not play. Uh, and all of a sudden, Pittsburgh get blown out by Buffalo last week, looked terrible. Nobody wants anything to do with them. All the money came in on Tampa. What happens? Pittsburgh, they close, what, nine and a half, ten point dogs. They win the game outright. And Kind of, I'm kind of mad I didn't take Pittsburgh just because of the fact it's a prideful organization, a head coach in Mike Tomlin who, look, he's not used to getting his ass kicked the way the Bills kicked Pittsburgh's butt last week. You figured they'd have a response. You'd figured they'd play a lot better even with the injuries. And we're going to talk about these two teams, Gabe. That's the big theme for me, the big takeaway from the games today. These two teams with the veteran quarterbacks, Brady for the Bucks, Rodgers for the Packers, these look like teams with serious issues. I see looks on the players' faces of like, we've got chemistry issues with the the, the, the team itself. We've got problems. We've got guys maybe lethargic, maybe not loving the fact, not just not enjoying each other's company, if you will. I think there's some real tension with these teams, and they're just not playing well right now, Packers or the Bucks. Well, you know, it is. Teams have a lot more uh, a lot more fun, but bad when they're winning football games, right? And when teams aren't winning football games, then, you know, the pressure builds and the tension rises. As far as the Pittsburgh Steelers are concerned, I'm kicking myself 
uh, as well for not taking them. But, you know, what happened was I got scared off by all the injuries on the defensive side of the football. It was just too much to ask, in my opinion. But you know what? I brought it up. I brought it up, actually, a couple of times throughout the week that, number one, Babano, they weren't as bad as they showed last week. Number two, the Buffalo Bills destroy everybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, when they're at home, exactly. They've only played two home games. What they do? They they beat Tennessee forty-one-seven. They made them look stupid as well. That's what they do. And so, and another thing was we brought it up. The Steelers, Babano, in their franchise history, have only lost by seventeen or more points. Well, I guess it's a lot of times, but they played a lot of games. Fifty-one times, <laughs> okay, <laughs> fifty-one times. But they were thirty-seven, thirteen, and one against the spread. Coming off of that, Mike Tomlin was eight and two against the spread in his career coming off a 17 uh, point or more loss. Yet sometimes it's it's hard for battle just to hang your hat because that's all we really had going for us was that history. From a football standpoint, it was Sounds hard like to believe. like play Mark Lawrence would have been on today. <laughs> yeah, <or> Ralph <laughs> Michaels. <it>? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, it wasn't enough for me to get me to the window. It wasn't enough because I'm thinking, yeah, I you with this. But the thing is, you know, and I was on the Jets today, Babano. And as you stated, good call so as far as, yep. you know, um, I saw the uh, the Washington Post headline was old, leaky, and creaky as far as Rodgers and Brady is concerned. And I was on the Jets today, but we should have known kind of in hindsight as well, Babano, that what have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers done to warrant laying nine and a half points on the road against anybody? Well, exactly. And even last week, they let the Atlanta Falcons right back into the football game. And even when they got the big lead against Atlanta, they were stumbling in the red zone. You know, they weren't finishing drives. They weren't punching in touchdowns. It actually could have been an even bigger lead for them. Atlanta comes back and really Atlanta's getting the ball back with a chance to take the lead, if not for one of the worst roughing the passer penalties you'll ever see called by Jerome Boger on Brady. Uh, so, you know, it's just one of those situations where, look, even last week, it wasn't the Tampa Bay kind of let Atlanta back in and Tampa Bay's got issues with the offense right now. Uh, some of these uh, Brady and Godwin is in particular, the chemistry's not there with those two guys. Brady's just skipping the ball into the ground. I don't know if it's the, the, the chemistry, the route running, the timing's not right, or it's just it's Brady the timing, throws he usually misses. Maybe. I think it's the timing. I think the old line's a little off. Everything's just everything's just off, yeah. if you'll notice. Just everything's a little off. And really, the old line think, has had issues. Going yeah. back to training camp when they were riddled exactly. with Exactly, yep. exactly. So it's hard to get into a rhythm, especially Brady, who's such a timing guy. And Godwin's always hurt, so he's in and out of the lineup. But let's be real, Babano. And it's another thing. I brought this up um, today during the game when we were on with Scotty Farrell. Dude, Bruce Arians is a great coach. You know what I mean? Bruce Arians is a great offensive coach, Babano. The thing is, he's not a people person. And Tom Brady didn't like him, point blank. Like, they, you know, there wasn't a coincidence that he retired. And then when Arians retired, the Brady came back, bro. Right? Like, point blank. Tom Brady, they, you know, he did not like Bruce Arians. They didn't get along. Like, it's just they weren't on the same page, even though they won a Super Bowl. Yet, Bruce Arians is a smart guy, but bad. So, he might be a jerk, and you might not like this and that. But his jerk, though, makes the team better because he's a jerk. Todd Bowles is not a jerk. And Todd Bowles just isn't Bruce Arians. He's not an offense. So, also, Babeno, Todd Bowles is a defensive guy, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Like, Bruce Arians like the only guy in the world, Babano would actually tell Tom Brady, we're not running that play. No, no, we're doing this. You know what I mean? Like, And Brady was shocked. Like, I can't believe this guy's, like, arguing with me. 
right? But they won a Super Bowl together. Todd Bowles is what's Todd Bowles going to tell Tom Brady? He's a defensive guy. You know what I mean? He can't like sit down and say, "All right, guys, this is what I'm seeing. We got to tweak this. This no. is what we're doing wrong." There's going to be I, no you know, pushback to Brady's yeah, Bowles. Yeah. Of course not. Exactly. I think that's something that people don't talk about enough. And it's shared blame with the offense. We can't just put it all on Brady. We can't just no, put it exactly. all on the offensive line or the receivers. It's everybody. Or Byron Leftwich. Even Byron Leftwich play calling, you know, we got is part of the problem too. But it's not one thing. It's a bunch of factors. Ian Cameron, AK Babano, kick it with us. And as far as the Packers are concerned, that one I did have the courage to take the Jets. That one I did. And, you know, I've been buying into this Jet team. Sometimes, so you I know. Almost- so, Gabe, I almost talked myself out of the Jets, and the thing I was worried about was why wow, they just beat up teams off a loss, especially at Lambeau Field. And I said, I, I still can't. Yeah, but that's just the trend. The that's all you could hang your hat on. That's all you had was all about the first turn and over, whatever it was, right? Like, all right, but are they playing good football right now? Have they played good football all year, this team of battle? No. No. And the Jets are playing good football. It's, exactly. you know, yep. it's just sometimes we can't overthink things, right? Who's the better team? You know what I mean, Babano? And throw out the team name and the organization and all that. Because people would say, oh, it's the Jets against the Packers on the road. Are the Jets really for real? Well, I'll tell you what, yeah. Sauce Gardner is for real. Brees Hall is for real, right? You know, we're not talking about, you know, this isn't uh, Richie Kotite. This isn't like, um, you know, the, the historical New York Jets. Whenever you get a team with a bunch of young players, man, from winning programs, they don't know the Jets suck. They don't, you know, they never did. Half of these kids probably never even heard of Mark Sanchez. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They don't, you know what I mean? They're just there playing football and they think, you know what? Well, we're better than the team we're on the field then right now. All right, a lot of stuff to break down with uh, Babano. Let's take a look forward instead of taking a look back. But it was fun. I just want to give Babano's take of what went down. The late night anger match for Cross continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. So I do the video every week, Who Ruined Your Sunday? Look for it uh, on our Twitter account tomorrow, at uh, Sports Rage. And the uh, Sports Grid Twitter account at Sports Grid. So we had a good day to, uh, today, but battle. But it's always a team or two that really enrages me. For me, it's the Arizona Cardinals today. Like, yeah, I was just the Arizona Cardinals. On my head is still spinning as far as their their performance in Seattle. But 
who who's your game ball for? Who was the team that made you the most money, and who's the team that upset you the most today? Uh, well, my biggest bet was the Jets and the Packers over, and the Green Bay offense is right up there. Uh, and even though I had the Jets, I had more on the over, and so the Packers offense so brutal. Was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Jets give you all those. You know what I mean? You bet the over. When you bet the over of that game, Bado, if you were to told before the game, the Jets will score 27 points, you probably would have put $50,000 on it. Right. <laughs> exactly. But the uh, Packers offense was dismal. So they're up on my uh, uh, hit list in terms of uh, uh, things that pissed me off today. Uh, I'll, let me see another one here that wasn't. Um, I'm trying to think. Who, who really uh, upset me here today in terms of sides that I had? There were a couple. Um, I'd say Miami, kind of disappointing. I expected, uh, not raging, because they were hanging around, hanging around. But And I know Skylar nah, Thompson. They sucked today. Let's be real. They sucked. Yeah. Skylar Thompson got injured, but I expect more out of Teddy. All right. Teddy's been around a long time. He's still making bad plays, hanging on to the football, taking too many sacks, missing some throws that he should make, a couple, you know, decision, bad decisions with the ball. So that was frustrating because I thought, you know, we're going to get a buy low bargain price with Miami against a Minnesota team that I don't trust as road favorites here in this spot. And Miami still couldn't get the job done. So they, they kind of disappointed me as well uh, today with the, their performance. Uh, Cincinnati almost made that list, but they pulled it out uh, at the end of the day against the uh, New Orleans Saints, which made me happy. But it wasn't easy, uh, but they found a way against the Saints. But I guess the Green Bay offense and the Miami Dolphins were probably the two that ruined my Sunday the most, at least betting-wise. It definitely was frustrating. I had the Bengals. I had a lot on the Bengals, and I had them on two super contest teams, and I was raging during the game. It was it was ridiculous, like how the Saints were going up and down the field uh, on the Cincinnati Bengal defense. Like Joe Burrow and the, and the Bengals would score, and then right away the Saints would be like, first Back down at the 17. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh my god, guys. Took two minutes. Like, come on, man. Make a stop. And I was like, if if it gets tight, if it gets close, Andy Dalton might make a mistake here. But yeah, Cincinnati Bengal backers, including myself, we are lucky that Jamar Chase broke free and ran down the sideline. In the yeah, fashion no question. And uh, one that team that did. never seems to ruin my Sunday at all this season, except for maybe once, Brian Dable and the New York Giants. Yeah, they what came through story. again. Five and one and a big win against Baltimore today. Just for the record, just for the record, so uh the aforementioned teams, the New Orleans Saints and the Arizona Cardinals, they happen to be playing each other on Thursday night football, Babano. Yes. The Arizona is. Cardinals, we should note DeAndre Hopkins is back. Right, so the Andre Hopkins is going to be back this week for the Arizona Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury's terrible. There are just so many bad coaches in the National Football League, but this guy's you know right up there at the top of the list. We've got an issue. I got to rant on this just for a second. We have a serious problem in this league to the point now where every coach thinks three points is always a bad thing. Now, like, come on, you got to kick a field goal every now and then, especially when you've missed already on fourth down right around the red zone once or twice, and he's still going for it, and you're still not picking it up. Kick the field goal every now and then for crying out loud. Well, I did a video about this a couple of weeks ago. I've been on top of this. For, I've been on bitching about this for years. The but. pendulum has swung too far now with this going for it. Sometimes it's okay to kick three. Kick a field goal, get three. Yeah, but McDermott even did it today with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. And it nearly cost him, right? Like, the, you know, the Buffalo Bills – 
we're down 7-3, and instead of just kicking a field goal and making it 7-6, they go for it for whatever stupid reason. They don't get it, and then what happens? The game ends up being a tie game late. Coaches, I don't know. It's the modern. It's a modern thing in which, in which coaches believe that it's the. They don't believe in their defense. That's the. That's the thing. You always. You'll always hear coaches say after a while the other team was moving the ball. But the thing is, a lot of the times they're not. Right. Like if you're you if you're the Chiefs and the Bills, you could say going in. All right, listen. We're gonna. You know, field goals aren't gonna beat Mahomes. You know, this is gonna be a track meet. We're gonna need touchdowns. Okay, fine. But if you're midway through the second quarter and it's a 7-3 game, Babano, then the script changes. Then it's like, well, you know what? This is turning into a defensive battle, so let's just take the three and make it 7-6 right now. It literally could have cost them. It literally, like I said, it'll fly under the radar because it happened earlier in the game, and the Bills won the game as well, so nobody's going to talk about it, but... Yep. It was exactly. It's saying, oh, no one's going to bring it up. Well, whatever it was in the second quarter. It was a stupid move to do. And they're lucky that it didn't come back and cost them. Plain and simple. And as far as Arizona's concerned, whatever. They're idiots. But that's that. The, the backup, the Zamadolia, he keeps on missing. He missed the 43 yarder. He's missing extra points. So I get Kingsbury not trusting him. But Arizona are just a train wreck. But Arizona are two and a half point favorites over the visiting New Orleans Saints. This is a stupid, weird game, Babano. It could be worse, but Arizona aren't good at home. They do get Hopkins back, and then you get New Orleans, who are, you know, I guess. Listen, their offense has come alive as of late. What are you? What are your early thoughts? Cardinals minus two and a half against the Saints. Yeah, but we have a Cardinals team that is now zero and eight straight up, one and seven ATS in their last eight home games. I, I, I'm not taking Arizona here. No, not doing it. Not at, but there's, the, but they just need to win essentially. That's one thing. So it's not a spread. But I get it. They're a terrible home team. They're an average zero and eight. So zero and eight straight up means they're not winning. So and they have to win because they're minus two here in this game. I can't. I can, I'm not laying points with Arizona. Does it, so for me right away. I cross off Arizona from this game and I say, do I take New Orleans or <laughs> do I pass the game? That's where I'm at with this game right take now. Take over 44 and a half. I think that's the way to go. Hawkins will be so. back. I think the Saints are an over team. Their defense stinks right now. But Andy Dalton has moved the ball a little bit. And I got burned with the Arizona-Seattle over uh, today. I, I, I agree with you there. Uh, the total might be the look here. I would lean over. I would. Monday night uh, football, Denver Broncos. I'll call them the Broncos. I'll get over the Thursday night debacle in which we call them the Denver Donkeys. I'll, I'll, call, I'll call them the Broncos again. They're getting four and a half points in Los Angeles Against the Bolts, the total is 45 and a half. So to set the stage here, Denver are terrible, but they are two and three. They could be a three and three football team if they win this game. They're two and three straight up, but they've been burning money like Snoop Dogg uh, goes through rolling papers. So they're one and four against the spread. They're four and one to the under. So basically, if you bet against Denver and you bet the under every week, um, you're doing pretty well. You're eight and two. Now, as far as the Chargers are concerned, they're a weird team, right? They Everybody thought they are going to be great. Their defense is just as bad as it always is. Every year we hear the same thing. And, yes, they're injured, but they're always injured. Um, they're they're three and two straight up, but they're four and one against the spread. They've actually covered spreads this year and put money in people's pockets. They're three and two uh, to the over. As far as the recent history um, is concerned, 
Um, the the home team has been very dominant uh, in this series. The home team is actually five and zero against the spread the last five times that these two teams have played. The Chargers are clearly a better team um, than than the, the Broncos are in the battle, but it's a divisional rivalry and whatever. Strange things always happen, and you have two bad coaches, Nate Hackett versus Brandon Staley. One dude who goes for it too much and another guy that doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Home teams covered five straight in this series. Denver's 0-5 in their last five on the road, ATS. I have a small bet on the Chargers. I do. I don't love laying more than a field goal ever with this team, and this defense is an issue uh, right now, but I do have a small bet on the Chargers. Here's what I do like in this game, even more than the side. It's the over. And people are going to think, are you nuts? Did you see Denver's <laughs> offense against Indianapolis? Here's why I like the over here. The Chargers are going to move the ball, and I like Denver's defense, but you know they played Matt Ryan in a bad O-line. They played San Francisco you know, at home and they had some offensive issues there. Houston, you know, they've had some really weak offenses. The one good offense they played lately was Las Vegas on the road. And Denver gave up 32 points just a couple of weeks ago to Derek Carr and the Raiders. So I think Justin Herbert and the chargers will move the ball, but I think this much maligned, everybody's ripping apart Russell Wilson and this Denver offense against this chargers defense, which look, is without a bunch of key players, including Joey Bosa, among others. You know, this Charger defense has given up 27, 38, 24 to Houston, 28 last week, albeit they beat Cleveland. I mean, they're giving up 27 or more, or 24 or more in four straight games. I think this is a game where Russell Wilson and Denver can get it going. Remember, they did score 23 on the road against Las Vegas a couple weeks ago, and that game went over the total. Divisional road game for the Denver Broncos, 32-23. Total was 45. It went over. I think this is going to go over as well. Contrarian play from Contrarian. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano. A Denver Bronco offense, as you stated, they, you know, they did. Game. They Remember did that San Francisco up. game? Nobody wanted anything to do with Denver's offense after that San Francisco game. They put 23 on the board against Las Vegas. That was a lot better. The game went over the total. I think same thing here after the Indy game. Nobody wants anything to do with Wilson and Denver's offense. Watch this game go over the total. I think it will. Denver Broncos score 15 points per game. The Chargers score 24.4 points per game. We'll get into a couple of NHL hockey games, overnight numbers with Ian Cameron on the other side. The late night anger master class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. 
So we've got a bunch of games on Monday night in the National Hockey League. So it'll provide an alternative to the Monday night um, Monday night football game in Los Angeles. And of course, on Tuesday, the National Basketball Association is back. So, so we've got you know it was a crazy weekend. We're gonna have a great week um, coming up as well. But let's uh, step onto the ice uh, here, Babano. The Florida Panthers, Florida Panthers minus one thirty-seven road favorites at FanDuel right now in Boston. Total six and a half in this hockey game. And the Boston Bruins, a team um, that a lot of people thought were in transition and wouldn't be as good as they have been in past years, although still early, are 2-0 right now, as are the Florida Panthers, a battle of unbeatens in Boston. Yeah, I mean, this should be a really good, excuse me, really good hockey game. Um, Florida, to me, is kind of a team I wanted to bet against this season. Now, they are 2-0, but they beat the Islanders, who I've got questions about, and Buffalo on Saturday, although Buffalo gave them a tough game. Give them credit. Boston, they're off to a 2-0 start, but... They also beat teams I'm not high on. Washington, I've got issues with them. Uh, I don't think they, I think they're going to be in a fight to make the playoffs. They beat a bad Arizona team on Saturday, Boston. So how much do you make of that? We're going to find out a lot about both of these teams. But I still think Florida is the superior squad. Boston still without Marchand, without McAvoy and Grizzlick uh, on the blue line as well. So I don't have a strong feel on this game, but I lean to Florida. I'd lean to the over as well, because look, I think Boston, you look at them, they're 2-0 and to the over. They're scoring more with this new coach. I don't know if they're putting as much emphasis on defense as they did under Bruce Cassidy. So I think at 6.5, I'd lean over as well. Speaking of scoring, the Pittsburgh Penguins have scored 12 goals in two hockey games. They've been lighting the lamp so far. We have a 6.5 on the board in the Bell Provence as the Pittsburgh Penguins visit the Bell Center in Montreal. Pittsburgh are big favorites here, but battle minus 255. Montreal Canadiens plus 205. What are your thoughts on this one? My thoughts are this could be a dangerous game for Pittsburgh because they've started at home. They beat Arizona at home in their opener, and then they beat Tampa Bay uh, on Saturday. A a very convincing win over the Lightning. Uh, Very impressive. Their offense is rolling. I like the over. Actually, dating back to last year, Pittsburgh's gone over in 10 straight games. Really is something. Uh, they have gone over the total. But be careful. Montreal, I know they're one and two, but the one win was at home against Toronto, uh, and they gave the Leafs a tough game. Uh, Montreal at home is going to be a dangerous foe, uh, you know, especially if the opponent doesn't have focus on them after two wins at home, and now you're going on the road for the first time. So, you know, I like the effort I've seen out of Marty San Luis team so far. You know, it's not always pretty, but the effort's been there. So, I might take a small shot on Montreal money line, and if you're not comfortable with that, you want a little more security, you could always go plus one and a half. And as far as historical per- perspective is concerned, the uh, the overs four and one the last uh, five times these two teams have played, and the underdog has won nine um, of the last thirteen times they played. Pretty much the Canadians, because the Canadians are always underdogs against them. And, and But the Canadians beat them in the playoffs in a pandemic. And the Canadians generally play well against the Pittsburgh Penguins. They used to. It's always been a big matchup. Mario Lemieux is from Montreal. Sidney Crosby, not from Montreal, but his father was drafted by the Montreal Canadiens. And Sidney Crosby grew up a Montreal Canadian fan. So Crosby gets fired up, but Montreal gets fired up because they know Crosby's fired up uh, to play 
uh, in Montreal. Should be a fun game. As Babano stated, the Canadians have their flaws, uh, but at home, they're going to be a competitive team, and they're pretty good offensively at home, too. They do have firepower. they got a bunch of small little dudes uh, fly around on the Canadians and can put the puck in the net. Well, uh, Babano, here's a, a line alert here. We have our highest line of the year, and dear God, I don't know. Like, this is this is high for this early in the season. The Toronto Maple Leafs minus five thirty, minus five thirty, hosting the Arizona Coyotes. The total is seven at FanDuel right now, Babano. Minus two and a half on the puck line, but minus five thirty on the money line. Yeah, I mean, well, you see Arizona their first two games. You know why Toronto is favored uh, by this kind of a uh, price. This is this is a lot, though, uh, even though we know Arizona is just horrendous. Uh, but Arizona's looked the part of one of the worst teams in the NHL so far. I mean, they get lose 6-3 to Boston, 6-2 uh, to Pittsburgh. Uh, they get outshot badly. They give up 95 shots uh, in those two games combined. 42 to, to Boston, 53 uh, to Pittsburgh. So Alex B. Smith, my colleague and co-host on the Ice Guys and I, we have a, we have a theory with Arizona. We're going to bet the opponent first period puck line and the over one and a half in the first period of every Arizona game and see how we do. And so far, if you've done that, you're 2-0. and oh. The first period over is cashed in both Arizona games and the first period puck line of the opponent against Arizona has cashed in the first two games. Boston had a 2-0 lead against Arizona after the first period. Pittsburgh had a 3-0 lead against Arizona after the first period. Teams are jumping on this bad team early. So that's what we're going to go with. At least I'm going to go with it. Toronto, first period puck line. You'll get a better number on that. You'll get it close to plus 100, even money, I would think, something like that. Uh, And also the first period over. And then I find teams get up on Arizona early, and then they put it on cruise control, play defense, protect the lead. That's been the pattern for Boston and Pittsburgh, first two opponents of Arizona. So let's see how this trend develops. But so far, it's 2-0. and Dean Cameron kicking with us. I am Gable Moranzi. This is Sports Rage on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. The Anaheim Ducks are at the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden. Another big price. The Rangers are minus 240. If you want to lay a puck line, you're getting plus money at plus 114 right now with FanDuel. Ducks plus a puck and a half, minus 140. So the Rangers are minus 240. The Ducks pay back plus 195. The total is six. The Vancouver Canucks uh, start the season on the road, and the road trip continues. They deserve better than the 0-2 record that they have right now, but it is what it is. Vancouver's in Washington. The Capitals are small favorites at minus 138. The total is six. The Canucks are plus 115. On the money line, the Los Angeles Kings are in Motown, hockey town. Los Angeles, minus 125 road favorites, total six and a half. Detroit Red Wings, plus 104. Uh, But before we get to the late uh, West Coast uh, games, what are your thoughts? Anything catch your eye as far as the games that I just brought up? I'm going to say it right now. I think Vancouver gets their first win on Monday night against Washington. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the Caps. Uh, I know they got their first win against Montreal, but still, I mean, it's not saying a whole lot. Uh, They lost to Toronto. They played poorly against Boston, who are without key players. They're only one and two. And Vancouver's coming into this game. Like, you talk about sense of urgency. And JT Miller, after the Philadelphia loss, he said, I'm I'm playing bad. I've got to look myself in the mirror and fix this and be better. Maybe you look at a JT Miller goal prop or point prop or JT Miller props of some kind for Vancouver in this game. He's frustrated. He's not happy with the way he's playing. And he's right. He hasn't been good. 
and he's right, but he's a good, you know, in terms of a guy that cares, he cares. He's usually a very good player. He'll be better, and it wouldn't shock me to see him be better in Washington on Monday night. Vancouver Canucks plus 115 total is six in the nation's capital. L.A. Kings, as we referenced, minus 125 total is six and a half. Colorado Avalanche, Avalanche. A lot of times teams that win the Stanley Cup will struggle early in the season uh, because they just don't have that sense of urgency that they had uh, trying to win the Cup, especially when they haven't won in a long time. So the Avs are minus 128. This should be a fun hockey game in Minnesota, Babano. Total six and a half. Any opinion on the Avs in the wild? I'm not taking Minnesota, that's for sure. Now, if you want to be situational capper 101, you're going to say, well, the team gave up seven goals to the Rangers and lost at home. Seven goals to L.A. the other night, lost at home. Uh, This team's going to be chomping at the bit to bounce back. They should have felt that way after the Ranger game, and they still look flat. And Marc-Andre Fleury doesn't look right. I hate to say it, but he looks really poor so far. And look, they haven't helped him out. The defense hasn't been good either. But Marc-Andre Fleury's fighting the puck right now. That's not what you want uh, against the Colorado Avalanche, who, by the way, have not played since they lost to Calgary. So Colorado's coming into this game off a loss as well. So you'd think the Avalanche are going to want to be better and bounce back as well. I could only bet Colorado here. Minnesota's got defensive issues. You don't want that. You don't need that against Colorado. Winnipeg and the Dallas Stars. We got a couple of more minutes with Ian Cameron. The Winnipeg Jets and the Dallas Stars. The Stars are minus 142 home favorites. The total is six. And the nightcap, uh, Babano, the Carolina Hurricanes in the Emerald City, the Seattle Kraken, plus 140. The total is six. The Canes are minus 170 road favorites. What do you think about the last two games here? Uh, Jets at Stars on Monday night, 830 Eastern time. Yeah, Jets Stars. Look, Rick Bonus returned to uh, Dallas now as head coach of the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, I don't know if that's something that's going to fuel the players, but that's something to keep in mind. I think they're going to want to – a lot of times with these teams, when their coach is facing their old team for the first time, they know about it. They want if they to like the guy, they'll play harder for him. You're right. <laughs> if and they look, like him. <laughs> and I think they do because, look, the, the, the bonus was brought in here to fix them, the Winnipeg team defensively because they were awful defensively. That's where the focus has been. And I thought they played a great defensive game against the Rangers on Friday night when they beat the Rangers winnipeg it was a really good defensive game i think they can go into dallas dallas looks really good so far and i backed dallas a couple of times but now you're laying a buck 40 i could see winnipeg with that defensive focus now that they have with bonus taking over and mark shifley looked good i mean all their best players look good in that game against the rangers they look like they are ironing out the dressing room problems they had last year i would lean to the jets a little bit as an underdog there i like the under six in this hockey game. As They're you stated, team, Winnipeg right now. I think so. Yep. Uh, Winnipeg wants to play more responsible hockey. They have a good goalie. And then we know about Dallas and how good they can be. And I think there's something to it, actually. Bonus is a lifer. As Babano stated, the guys in the room will know. Like, the coach won't say it, right? He's not, oh, I really want to beat these guys, guys, because you know what I mean? The guys in the room will just sort of say it amongst themselves. Say, listen, let's do it for this guy. You know, he wasn't treated fairly or this, this, that. But as I said, if they don't like the guy, then they don't care. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's early in the season still right now. They don't have a reason not to like him. And finally, in closing, uh, Babano, the Canes in a crack and totals and even six here. Um, the Canes are minus 170 road favorites. Any opinion on the Carolina Hurricanes and the Seattle Kraken? So I know Seattle's offense is better, but they just got shut down by Vegas on Saturday. And Carolina's only given up, what, two goals in two games uh, against Columbus and San Jose? 
uh, in those two victories. I mean, they're playing really good defense, and obviously the goaltending, Anderson and Ronta, uh, in those two games was good. Um, I think Seattle will want to play better at home. It's not a great spot for Carolina, but so I'm torn on the side. That total might be a bit too high, six and a half. With the way Carolina's playing defense right now, I know Seattle can score a little bit more, but six and a half with the way Carolina's playing and keeping the puck out right now, might want to look under there. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano, throwing it down with us. Follow him on Twitter, at Babano. You get the links to the ice guys and uh, and everything else. Um, we've got the NBA that tips off on Tuesday night, Major League Baseball playoffs uh, this week. We'll break down some college football on Wednesday night uh, with you, Babano, when you rejoin us. And uh, we'll attack week seven of the National Football League. Great stuff, Babano. I know, um, as everybody can hear, your voice isn't in the best of condition, but uh, I don't know. Have some soup. You're the soup man. Uh, you know, seriously, have some soup, Babano. Yeah, I did earlier today, and didn't yeah, help more. I was hoping. Yeah. I think you need some hotter, spicier, hotter, spicier soup. So you know, just get you know, that's what you need, or you know, honey and tea or whatever, and all that crap. Oh, yeah. Always good, Babano. Thanks. Thank you very much, Kate. Take care. The late night anger man's for class. This is Fortridge. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morency. Thanks to Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano, for uh, throwing it down uh, with us uh, tonight. Shout out to Jason B. Takafin, as well as Mo Khan. Show just uh, flew by here uh, this evening. So, as far as uh, tomorrow night is concerned, we got a game five on the diamond. New York Yankees, minus 150 right now. And I really thought the Cleveland Guardians had a chance to knock off the Bronx Bombers, but I think they missed their opportunity. Props to Garrett Cole, man. You know what? Garrett Cole had been heavily criticized. People in New York would turn on this guy in a second. As you saw, they turned on Aaron Judge. You know, that's the thing with New York. um, We'll talk about this tomorrow. George Kurtz will be with us. He's a Yankee fan, so, you know, win or lose, it should be interesting with Kurtz tomorrow night. But the thing with... um, the thing with uh, with Yankee fans, you saw they turned on Aaron Judge even the other night. I don't, you know, 
I don't think it actually helps. I don't know. I don't know. I think they think somehow it's like motivating their players or something, but I think it just makes their players hate him. Not to mention jackasses. He's actually a free agent. You know, maybe you shouldn't boo a dude that you're going to be begging to stay after. That's the thing. So, like, they'll boo him because he goes 0 for 5 in a game, never mind the fact that he hit the most home runs in their franchise history. So, they'll boo him if he goes 0 for 5 in a game. But if he, and then after, they'll beg him to stay. But if he leaves, they're going to hate him. So, basically, it's kind of like a one way, it's a one way relationship. Let's just call it out for what it is. Like, when you play for the Yankees, and a lot of the teams in New York, but specifically the Yankees, Giant fans aren't like the same. The Jets, well, whatever. The Jets, Jet fans are too drunk to notice anything. But they notice that they're four and two. Speaking of drunk, shout out to Bills Mafia. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.